Welcome to my podcast, The Awaken Life Project. My name is Monica Matea and I'm transformational health and life coach, helping professional and ambitious people to step into their life with amazing health, clarity and purpose. The Awaken Life Project has been born out of the dream to create legacy and inspire hundreds of people to fulfill their potential using not only scientific mindset tools that work, but intuition too. My dream is for you to connect with your body, mind and spirit on the level you have not yet explored. So are you ready? Hello and welcome to the next episode of my podcast and how are you everyone? I meant to record one on Monday but the time has flown so so much but the good thing is and so quick of course is that we are in February and uh, yeah before we know it's going to be March and April but to be honest I can't wait for the weather to change and be a bit warmer, more more sun. But of course, um, yeah, I'm just embracing this season as well. So today in the podcast, I hope it's not, I'm not going to keep you very long, but I'm going to talk about the power of one. So today is uh, Friday when I'm recording this. And um, yesterday would be my mum's 72nd birthday. So she died when she was 56. So quite young. And unfortunately from um, the disease we all probably know very well and some of us have experience with is cancer. So I wanted really to dedicate a little bit to put this podcast to her. So when I can listen this back and some point and looking at the story of my life uh, because that's how I treat this um, this podcast a little bit uh, I really want to recognize that I you know pay respect to her and her life and her teachings so she used to be a teacher she was the teacher she was a Polish teacher and quite often she was taking me with her to the school when I was younger so she was teaching the students and I was in the classroom and I was really excited to be with her there uh, not always but of course from some from time to time she said like I uh, she said well I don't have anyone to leave you with but I will take you with me so you see how it is to be a teacher so I always always wanted to be a teacher to be honest and when I was younger I was just setting up my own classrooms in the room and was teaching Susie and John, <laughs> my imaginary um, friends. So yeah, that was funny. But I often imagine how life would be if she was still around. So she definitely would prepare my daughter for GCC in Polish, as of course she was a teacher. Um, but her health and story was a true motivation for me to look after myself and build my family on happiness, respect and understanding where we can grow all together, focusing on love and exploration and respect as well, of course. So recently I've been thinking what truly matters in a long term relationship so that we do not lose sight from, you know, important things in life. We sure we can pursue material things to find happiness, but I learned that it's usually a dead end um, as basically you never have enough. I also learned that I do not have to have things now that I can wait for some as I have a whole life in front of me. God 
willing, right? So I'm celebrating her life today and although I miss her terribly, I'm, I'm happy she's free from pain looking at us from above with the Lord. So I had to process a lot of shame and guilt because I could not be with her when she died. She was uh, she was taken to hospice at the later stage of the uh, uh, disease, and I had I just couldn't travel. I had a little one, so that was honestly the worst time of my life. But I survived, yeah, and built a happy family of my own, and sh- and I can share my journey uh, with others on this podcast, and hopefully to inspire you to be the best version of yourself, and reach your true potential. I have a true gift really of seeing a big picture and also recognizing potential in people. So that is why I love coaching and which is not only teaching, but also and probably the most important part of it is managing your own mind and thoughts so that you can live a happy and fulfilled life. So with the tools to go through ups and downs in life, you can never give up on your dream. So I learned that everything in life is an inspiration to learn something and to overcome an obstacle. And for me, the most important thing is just to basically have a beautiful and fulfilled life. And those are three things because sometimes I'm asked what really makes your life full or complete, right? So definitely love and life in Christ. So for me, spiritual, religious life is very, very important. Of course, my family as well, uh, that they are happy, that they are healthy and they are fulfilling their potential in any kind of area of their life. I'm also committed to think and feel on purpose. And I'm going to talk a lot about that in the future, but we have so many different thoughts in our life and those thoughts create certain feelings. And I just don't want to be subconsciously pursuing some or being in some kind of negative thoughts, which I cannot change in a way that I cannot change the circumstance. Like, for example, the economic situation of our country or or different things which I cannot necessarily change immediately. I can do something about it. I can go and vote or whatever. But it's not that it's going to change tomorrow. And also in terms of money, again, I can control it to a certain extent, but I can't control the interest rates and all of that. So I, I let go of things I don't control. And I choose a thought and feeling that will take me closer to who I want to be, right? So first of all, definitely in my family, I want to be a calmer parent and a and a good, for, you know, respectful wife as well, right? Which means that I'm going to just scream uh, for to achieve something, right? Which is a very natural when we get a lot of emotions in our life that is very natural to feel in a certain, certain way. But I don't want to be overreactive person. And love, I think, um, first of all, loving others and just to be free from judgment and also love myself with compassion but not from like an egoistic pursuit. So today I want to talk about the part, the tool I quite use, uh, quite often use in coaching is the power of one. And uh, you can also use it in your own life. And that could be that power of one thought, power of, of particularly feeling. So 
one of the things I've done, I decided to invest in coaching again a little bit for myself only. Just I need the coaching and I it's like I need to conch my brain. I need to conch my mind because the life is full of so many different things around us. A lot of them to be negative and we would like to control, especially other people and circumstances, but it's just not possible. So I have to have coaching just to grow and be a better person. So I've used that. And the power of one is the question of changing one thought. Like we, we can have 10,000 thoughts. So power of one is changing that one thought and feel, and feeling on purpose as well. So I've signed up to the coaching. And one thing we do every day is like a thought download. We may have a lot of thoughts. But when you do a download, which is write everything you think about, especially in the morning, just empty your brain on a paper, you pick up that one thought and you transform it. You cannot transform 10,000 thoughts you have a day. It's just impossible. But that one thought will make it a more conscious thing. So for example, I have a thought that I'm tired, right? So, um, and it could, then you obviously experience this somehow physically in your body. And you just have to ask yourself, when do I feel it in my body? Is I'm tired because overall it's, connected to confusion, overwhelm, so I'm tired like psychologically because I have to make a lot of decisions or I'm really tired physically, right? So, or I didn't have a good night's sleep. So it's not about artificially changing in a way, oh, no, I'm not tired anymore, but it's more about, okay, so I feel, I'm, I think that I'm tired. I feel it in my, I don't know, um, I feel that I'm just want to have more sleep right so the thing is I need to be compassionate with myself today and instead of maybe five different tasks I'm going to just do two but at least I will do some rather than find tiredness as uh, an excuse for not doing things but I have to be compassionate it's like yeah I may not necessarily go for a run if it's a physical physical tiredness but for me when I sit behind the desk it's no reason for me to be physically tired but yes it could be connected to for example uh, lack of sleep but once I put that exercise in place early in the morning I can approach it with consciousness and I can choose the feeling and the thought I want to exercise. And the other one is just practicing the feeling. And I was practicing, we got like a library of different feelings, like excited, elevated, abandoned, you know, some of those tenacious. Um, I chose tenacious, how, what does it mean for me to, to be feeling tenacious? And you can find your own definition, nobody gives you definition. So for me, tenacious is just really closing the, you know, adhere to what I say I'm going to do that day. So it means that I have a plan and I adhere to it. I'll go and do it. I'll make that proposal. I'm going to just show up at work in a certain way. Like I, whatever I say, I promise myself, I don't, you know, I really go and complete my plan. And it has been a revelation. It's difficult because your brain not necessarily always wants to think on purpose because it's tired. Like I have to make decision all the time. And a lot of our behavior is really automatic. So yeah, I mean, the power of one is such a, such a amazing concept that you can uh, truly truly exercise for 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 you so I remember when I started my coaching and 
Um, I showed so many times uh, online, I showed up and only one person was live or sometimes there were no people. I recorded the podcast, it just had only downloads of zero downloads sometimes for a very long time. Now it has more. So thank you very much for everyone who is listening to this. So whenever I've organized any events, I went to promote services. I always um, felt like, oh, if it's going to be not many people. And at some point I had to let her go because it would be holding me back. And I say, even if one person shows up, it was worth it. So the power of one is not only about, so it's again changing the thought on this, like it's okay, I'm progressing, I'm not giving up, I'm doing it. Therefore, even it's okay if that one person only shows up and I can always tell you that the most important person will always show up, right? Because quite often I showed up, the person showed up and they and and she became my client or he, right? Because they said like, I'm interested in what you have to say. Therefore, I'm very happy to work with you because that's what I was looking for. So honestly, don't disregard that. And it gives you, and I let go of that result and I was sharing and still sharing with the love and compassion and also with the willingness to inspire others. And it gives me so much power and freedom. So I show up powerfully in my life no matter what. And the power of one is such a great concept that basically keeps us going. So uh, we let go of massive jumps. You can let go of massive jumps and you just basically take small victories on the way. But of course, there are plenty of failures too. So just going back to the uh, goals and whatever you've set yourself for this year. So for a lot of us, the novelty of the new year has passed and has gone. And when you look into statistics, a lot of people give up on their goals in January, right? Because like, we, we really hold the goals against ourselves and we beat ourselves up. We not achieve them and we never set them up. But as I said before, and so many times, the people who set the goals have so much more chances to succeed it's just the way how you execute the goals so um i think that the very uh, the, the small victory is important because they obviously build up into the momentum and that one change that one life consists from so many beautiful pieces along the way that it would be shame to forget it so don't give up show up even if nobody is watching and give yourself a clap so I'm definitely cheering for you and you can definitely do this. So if you feel that you have lost your mojo for your goals, what you need to do is just um, is really take the next step. You didn't go to the gym last week, you can go this week. You didn't cook healthy or had too many unhealthy snacks, let's set up food protocol and stick to it. So I have been planning each day on a paper and it allowed me to do intermittent fasting successfully I just now need to crack the weekends but weeks are pretty good I have a routine I know what I do in the morning and I'm really sticking to it it is a lot of mental effort at the start but the more you do it your brain sort of getting used to it that oh this is how we're doing this is your protocol fine I'm going with it so when you commit to stick to your regime ahead of time, it's highly probable that it will happen rather than for you to decide in the moment, which could be very emotional. So we need take to take emotions out of making important decisions. And when it comes to your health, all decisions are important, right? 
So I'm going to talk about emotions in the in, in the future, but one of the things we, we are doing in the school at the moment is the power of emotion. And it's actually, per, um, emotions and feelings is the same. So I'm basically using this interchangeably. And there's the concept of practicing the emotion. And just to finish this off the podcast for today, the other day, it, it's, I, I have a struggle a little bit to to feel abandoned especially when it comes to money. Uh, but abundance is not about money only, right? So abundance means like I'm not restricting my money. The money is coming to me. Um, I manage my money wisely and all of that. But abundance is about also how you share your life with others. So I said like, okay, so today I'm going to look for opportunities to be abandoned. And one of the things we it is, I mean, it's important in any companies you work for is to share your knowledge. And it's like, how can I be abandoned with sharing my knowledge? And believe it or not, there were so many on that day, there were so many opportunities for me to share the knowledge, what I know and my kind of um, recommendations. And I could say, oh, I can't be bothered to answer to that. But I said, I'm practicing the emotion of feeling abandoned. And I've shared so many good things with uh, quite a few people. And I just feel it, it just basically felt very, very good because it always somehow comes back to, to you. But even if it doesn't, it just gives you a very good feel good factor that people are listening to and in, are interested in what you have to say. And it's such a such a revelation for me to practice that emotion. So very much so, I love this. I love this exercise. It takes and sets my day in a different way. It's I'm approaching it with more awareness, more consciousness, because what happened is that I just again, just to finish off, I'm going through a lot of hormonal changes. So quite often I have certain behaviors and all of that, which is just basically subject to my hormonal changes. And I don't want that because it means I'm putting on weight. I emotionally eat. Um, I take away myself from feeling some of those emotions, which can be difficult and painful. And I do it with, for example, overwatching Netflix or even over-exercising. Like I need to find in the balance in that and I have to approach this consciously because I know that on so many levels I'm not always I'm choosing this because of the other things are going physically in my body, which is basically hormonal changes. But I don't want that. I want to make sure that I am in control as much as I can. And in it proving to be very good because I'm managing things more consciously. My sugar levels are better. It means that I, because I'm type 1 diabetic, which I mentioned so many times on my podcast, and um, and it means that I also manage my insulin levels. Yeah, so I have a pump and the more insulin I give myself, the hungrier I get, the more cravings I have. So I, ha- so I have been managing quite well with the intermittent fasting. So my sugars didn't go low. And I'm going to talk about that as well, because I'm setting up a separate podcast to talk about diabetes and, and generally health, because there's so many things I wanted to share with you, but not in this podcast. So anyway, I want to wish you all the best. I want to wish you a fantastic weekend. Uh, we are approaching Chinese New Year. It's a dragon year. So I hope you celebrate that a little bit with some nice Chinese food. 
And do subscribe, share this episode if with anyone who would be interested to hear about this. It's more generic, generic approach to life at midlife, uh, at midway, so called. And of course, also if you have a, like a long term uh, health conditions, because that's what I'm managing too. Anyway, thank you for being here. Take care and all the best.